Good morning, good afternoon, good night. This is Craft Heads Podcast, episode 144. This is the podcast about nothing, but also everything where every episode is something different. This is the podcast about everything, also nothing. Yes. <laughs> that was Tommy, for those of you who uh, are joining for the first time, my best friend of 22 years, I think, 22 yeah. plus, something like that. And every episode we have, uh, I've had a lot of people asking me about what it's about lately, and again, everything is, every episode has its own topic or lack thereof, but the only common strand that you'll find on every episode is that we have an alcoholic beverage of some kind, whether it's a cocktail, beer, wine, etc. So how many episodes have we not done alcohol? I, it's fewer than a handful. Yeah, it's like less than five, yeah, right? Yeah, I want to say it's like three or four. The one we had like breakfast and we were real hungover and everything. Yeah, um, that was early on. And the very first episode uh, of Craft of Test yeah, Podcast, we yeah. didn't drink. Yeah, which is ridiculous. That's mm. actually really funny. And you've brought that up before. Yeah. But uh, it's only be- so one thing I was saving for the very end of the episode, but you just gave me an amazing segue. <laughs> okay. Is um, a, a quick shout out to a friend, uh, Kai, who's getting married in a few months. And something, this is a surprise for you too, Tommy. Kai was a guest on two episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, Episode nine, which that's one of the non-drinking ones, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was coffee. And also the lost episode. The the so-called lost episode. Well, interestingly enough, we visited Kai and his fiance Sam, in May of last year. Yeah. We recorded an episode. Yeah. But we were plastered. Yeah. And very vulgar. I remember that, yeah. It has been aging for over a year. I, what, you know where it's at? Yes. <gasps> and what I've decided is it will be patron-exclusive content. Yes. I'm excited. That will be I've the heard. first patron-only episode. We, I, we did record one other full episode that we didn't release. And do you remember who we did that with? Oh, I don't know. It was Connor's ex's brother. Oh, my God, yes. And I it, forgot about it. It was such a mess. Yes, and I think it was... Like, I mean, I, we're, I'm never going to see this guy again. Yeah. Um, he he claimed to be a good podcaster, like had a good voice for it and recorded a few episodes himself. We were all drunk, so I have to give him some credit there. But he... Slack. Give him w- some slack. Yeah, some slack, yeah. But he was just god-awful that episode, I remember. Yeah, we were I'm, like, okay, shut up, we need to talk. <laughs> we were just kind of hoping that he would forget and not say anything about it, which I think wound up being what happened. But yes, that's true. And that one will never see the light of day. I don't even know if I still... <laughs> I probably don't even have that file. But anyways, that was a, a quick thing to do there. Um, we'll, for any of you who listened last week, Tommy came up with a topic that we never actually got to in the episode, which was basically changes not expected in your 20s. And... I'm also going to ask for a little bit of leeway here for like very early 30s because I'm 31 and I feel like I've noticed a lot of things even in the past year to two years. So basically that that whole decade of, of your life, things that you weren't yeah, expecting. Post-college decade. Exactly. 22 like, to 32. When you're actually a, a being an adult. And uh, so Tommy and I are going to – we're going to jump right into that after – uh, we tell you what we're drinking and shout outs. Mm-hmm. Shout outs do have to come first. And then we have some fun stuff after the topic as usual. I have my gear grinder of the week. Um, a story that just really almost ruined my night last week and made me very disappointed. And um, a preview for the next movie cast. So anyhow, without further ado, Tommy. Uh, Tommy was was boozing and golfing in the hot Georgia sun today. So we're not going very heavily. But um, I poured a Cosmic Crown... Belgian style strong golden ale. It's nine percent. It's from Cigar City Brewing, and it's funny after you hear all these shout outs, 
it's it's ridiculous that I picked a Tampa beer, but yeah, that, that's it's Tommy's uh, old stomping grounds, and they're a great brewery anyhow. Um, but Fantastic. That's, that's the beer that I have ready for Tommy, and I also uh, hooked him up with a, a Topo Chico because on an, uh, another friend of mine, his podcast Brick by Brick uh, with Jake Kurtz, uh, we have our own segment that I am on regularly. If you ever want to check that out, it's called Hoddle Happy Hour. Um, we talk about <laughs> mostly financial stuff, but like especially this last one, we went into financial things as they pertain to everyday life. We talked about what he calls the comparison game, like constantly comparing yourselves to others and when that's good and when that's bad. So check that out if you're interested. He's on all platforms and whatnot. But I drank a Topo Chico on it, and I had a little spiel because I feel like they're the non-alcoholic ones are experiencing this weird renaissance where like everybody's into them. And I had a friend recommend them to me because they're super carbonated and they stay in its mineral water. They stay carbonated, you know, like shitty seltzer water from the grocery store. You open it, set it down. And 30 minutes later, it's like flat. Mm -hmm. This hangs around. I kind of like when it goes flat. Actually. Yeah. I don't at all. I think it, I just carbonation to me is, is too much. Like it instantly bloats me. I don't know if I have like a weird aversion to it or what, but I'm just like the less carbonated, the better. Honestly, I either want that or I don't even want the carbonation. Yeah, of or course, you want water. beer beer's the exception. You know, beer's beer is beer. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Tommy took his first sip before we were on the air. He was like, "Wow, that's the most carbonated thing <laughs> I've ever had." So I might say that about a lot of things though, but this is especially carbonated, yeah. and I think I know. One of the reasons why Topo Chico is kind of making a comeback, whenever the first time I saw Topo Chico, I'd never heard of it before, was um, The Flight Attendant is a show on HBO, and it features Kaylee Cuoco. Do you know who that mm-hmm. is? She got really popular from The Big Bang Theory. She's like the girl on The Big Bang Theory. She was on Curb, I think, an episode yeah, recently. Yeah, probably. She, I mean, she's now blown up. She's yeah. on a lot of shit, but... um. She was drinking it like crazy on the flight attendant, and uh, that's where Claire and I started hearing about it. Then we saw that there was Topo Chico seltzers, and uh, yeah, I agree that they're making quite a bit of a comeback. That's all it takes. Comeback dude. season. It's all it takes is some trend fad, social media show, whatever you know, and something will blow up. But Tommy, cheers uh, with the Cosmic Ooh. Crown, uh, which I, I bought it because I love the art. It looks like High Lord Wolnir on the side of the can. Whoa. From Dark Souls. It's got some serious sediment in it, actually. Yeah, yeah. it's it's really good. I have had it before. I'm interested Cheers. to see what you think. Drinking out of our German Beer Fest mugs from the yearly thing they have in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Good beer. For a 9%er, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Very drinkable. I find um, the higher the alcohol percentage in a lot of beers, the more drinkable they become. Actually, oh, they, almost when like, they approach barley wine status. Yeah, they're like they're sweeter, so there's like something a little bit more uh, tasty about them. I would say. I think one of the most maybe it's not underrated. I don't know or under talked about high gravity beers is uh, Victory Golden Monkey. Mm-hmm. It's cheap for what it is. I swear, it's like ten or eleven dollars for a six pack, and you'll get plastered yeah that's in uh, it's very common it's easy to find it's very easy to find and Mm -hmm. it's easy to drink and it's affordable and i don't know it's that's a really good beer um i don't know if we've had that on the podcast or not but um if you're listening to this chances are you've probably tried it if not you might want to check it out (laughs) so the shout outs i'll blow through them because we have five or six here we went to uh, today is june 5th by the way we went yesterday on june 4th to the best of west side beer fest uh, which was at Public House 28 
um, in, in like the west side of Atlanta, Vining's Smyrna-ish. Um, and it's, te- it's technically called Upper West Side. Thank you. I, mm-hmm. I actually, I don't know the names. Like yeah. I know my way around, but I don't know what everything is. But that's, that's near where Tommy lives. And um, going in order from the people that we spoke with, there were seven breweries represented there. Each one of them had two beers, and we had like drink tickets, and you could try. I think you could try twelve of them with the cost of admission, which it, was it was super 12, awesome. Yeah, twelve six ounce pours, which is six beers. Yeah, I, it's no joke. We were, uh, so, we were drunk. Yeah, very. <laughs> it was great. Um, and we spoke to. We met Matt from Monday Night Brewing, and um, this was this really tickled me. And in the Monday Night Brewing tent was also Katie, and she was from. Uh, I hope I have this right. Beer and Body, Craft Beer Girls, Georgia Chapter. Whoa. So those are three different things. I looked it up and everything. You can check them out at craftbeergirls.org. But um, I'm just, you know, craft beer enthusiasts. They have, like, pockets all over. All over. I think they sort of branch into other things besides beer, you know, like health and wellness and just, you know, whatever they're into. So check them out for sure. They were both super friendly, and it was really cool. Uh, Katie, thank you for sh- for sharing. Whenever I told them about the podcast, because they saw our hats, our mm-hmm. swag, and she was like, "Oh no, I've listened to you before." Mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm talking about." That was, so nice. that was really cool. Cheers, Matt and Katie. Thank you for that. Um, Nick from Urban Tree Cidery. I approached him, and he opened his mouth for all of ten seconds, and I was like, "You automatically win most energetic <laughs> server of the of the <laughs> afternoon." He was just. High energy, fun, cool. He kept, he kept telling us to say less. He was yeah. like, "Say less, say, say less." Yeah, and say no more. You know, yeah. So we uh, we enjoyed that. But um, Nick, thank you for those uh, ciders. The blueberry cider was definitely very interesting, pretty unique. We enjoyed that. And uh, he danced the wobble with Tara and I for yes. a couple minutes. He, he like ran out from the tent, danced for two seconds, and ran right back. So um, and Nick was really cool. Um, also. Let's see, Andrew, uh, he was a gentleman who just approached us, uh, the four of us hanging out, and uh, he's new to Atlanta. He was stationed in Italy. Uh, he's with the Air Force. He's only been in Atlanta for a couple of weeks, and uh, he was like, hey, I was supposed to have some friends show up that didn't, and I have all these drink tickets. And we were like, okay, let's yeah. drink. So we had a great time talking to him. Thank you, uh, Andrew, for the drinks. Probably ended up having more than six beers. Yeah, most definitely. And sorry, Andrew, we kind of had to split out of nowhere because we had to get home uh, for uh, uh, Tommy's pet. And then uh, also, finally, at the very end, I also met Sam from Second Self. And what was interesting about Sam is... Uh, he had they had their own uh, a third secret quote unquote IPA there, mm. and it was Sam brewing it. Uh, he called it Sam wants a footer, um, but this was like a kind of like a strange crafty hybrid brew. Um, I think naturally carbonated or something. Although I was like, isn't all beer? But I don't know. I don't, I'm not a brewer. Mm-hmm. I'm a drinker. So actually, um, I think I think carbonations injected that okay then that would make sense and uh sam if you ever want to get together and maybe you can tell us a little bit about it that sounds great maybe we can do that sometime we've we've had a couple of experts on the podcast before the one guy from brick store uh pub uh jed jed yep. yeah jed, and he was awesome and uh i mean eventually we're due to have joe back on and he's an ex he's a literal expert in, in tampa yep. yep and shout out joe uh quick quick uh moment for his brewery Wolfhaven, I think we might have mentioned it on the podcast before, um, but a, li- a little um, delay in the opening, the grand opening, because unfortunately a lot of his equipment got 
uh, seized on a boat on um, it, not his equipment specifically, but a bunch of shipping containers got seized, and his equipment was in one of those in China. So I think it. I think the equipment's on the way now, and uh, the new opening is probably looking more like August. But um, I mean, we'll record a few more episodes, and I'll give you guys an update in a, in a bit. Tampa Brewery. And last but not least, we didn't talk about, uh, or we didn't get the names of the other individuals there, but also represented were uh, Steady Hand, Firemaker, Scofflaw, and Round Trip. All great breweries in, in the Atlanta area, specifically on the west side, of course. And we just had a really great time. It was a great, a great an urban tree cidery, right? Yeah, I, remember I said Nick. Oh from yeah, from Urban okay. Tree. So really cool, and, and that, that was also really cool to have a cidery there. Mm-hmm. So here we are, the topic, especially because it was your idea, Tommy. Why don't you start us off with some of the things you've been thinking about? Great. Um, Well, I'm going to lead us off with the topic to start, actually. The topic is changes you go through in your 20s. Um, Did you already mention that? Yeah. This episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. Perfect. So I don't, not much more needed. Let's, Let's hop right in. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about this the other day, and I, I kind of told Alex uh, before as we were brainstorming some ideas for or some, um, I guess I should say, responses to this idea is to we're we're keeping it less like how we've become better people. We might mention a few things like that, but uh, it's more just like objective things that are less. Um, more physical, maybe? Yeah, more more physical, probably uh, more thoughts, but not like, oh, I've learned so much. You know, it's like, just what are you doing differently? Yeah, it's now? like, no shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, I think just leading off an obvious one is I'm not bouncing back from injuries like I used mm. to. So, like, if I – I play a lot of sports still, um, and and I'm not talking, like, serious injuries. I'm talking, like – if I'm sore the next day after playing basketball, I'm sore for two days as before I used to be sore for like one day. Yep. And Claire gets on my case so much for this. Like the next day when I wake up and I'm like, oh, God, I get out of bed. She's like, you are such a pansy. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> nice, Claire. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's, it's, I mean, when we play basketball, we go pretty hard. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's straight up an hour of, Sprinting, jogging, sprinting, jogging. Stop, so, start, energy. Yeah. That's like very high and then low suddenly. Yeah. So that that's that was my number one for me. What do you, do you have anything similar to that? Interesting to that? Um, actually, similar to that. Yeah. Um, this <laughs> it's, it's just funny. Like I I don't want to say I'm rapidly becoming weaker and mm-hmm. atrophying, mm-hmm. but uh, I I had an embarrassing experience with my brother in law uh, recently. This was I don't know several weeks ago when we were up in PA. And he's an avid bow hunter, and he, and he's in really good shape. And he's a he's a few years younger than I, so I'm going to play that card as well. But um, he, he's are in we good talking shape. like three or four years? Or I think so. Okay, yeah, something like maybe. Let's go with three. Okay, two. I don't two three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> two months. So, so, something about that. <laughs> no, but um, again, he. I would say overall, he probably works out and takes a little bit better care of himself along those lines, and in general, than I do at least at this point in my life, and. Um, he it, he was uh, showing me his compound bows, which are really cool. I was learning all about them and like what makes them different and everything. And I can't remember the two uh, uh, draw draws on them, you know, mm-hmm. for weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I was able to do it, it like it, it. I had to exert a lot of effort, but I was able to do it no problem. And then the one that was a ten pounds more, which doesn't sound like a lot, but you know, there's all of a sudden it starts getting a lot harder depending on where your strength level was. And I couldn't pull it back. Really? And I was like, 
I, I literally started laughing out of shame. I was like, bro, I, I can't do this one. And he, not in a, in like a malicious way, yeah, he, he like chuckled at me and he was like, dude, are you serious? <laughs> I was like, fuck. I, I was really embarrassed and I just hated it. And I even told him, I was like, as soon as I get back to Atlanta, I'm I'm hitting the the wide arm pull ups because it was shoulder strength. I was I just gonna ask. What? I've never really worked those out religiously. Yeah, there okay. was like one summer when I did years oh, ago. I'm so curious if I could do it or not. Yeah, and and, and dude, I I took it seriously. Yeah. I've been doing the wide arm ones on my pull up bar, and when I got home, you know, just to do a handful in a row without coming down was like was pretty taxing. Mm-hmm. And now I'm doing you know four sets of eight. Yeah. So, it, but it it took some work to build it up for sure. Thank you for the little bit of a refill here. Yeah. So I Top would say uh, physically, uh, how about if I? That's the strength one. Yeah. Now let me bounce back with another physical one. Okay. I used to be able to do whatever I want, meaning exercise nonstop or not exercise at all, eat what I want, mm-hmm. drink what I want, yeah. body wouldn't change. Yeah. At all. Yep. I have. We might have brushed on this before. My metabolism is slowing down. I have it. I have it in here. Yeah. Metabolism. I just my most simple enough as metabolism isn't as fast. But I would say that that was a very late twenties thing where it finally yes. hit me, and That's, I was like, "Mine's Damn. creeping into early 30s. Like, yeah, I'm not, and I'm, I'm pissed. I'm pissed about it. It sucks. Yeah, it's really annoying. Yeah, but I mean, everybody else who's older than that is like, "Yeah, welcome to the club. <laughs> we're not <laughs> we're not special. We're unique in that regard." Yeah, I wonder if it if it comes with like less working out though because i know you and i have always been pretty diehard working workout people yeah and it's only been like the last three years where we've really not been like workout every other day type of people probably a little bit of both yeah if i had to take a guess because you just basically you have to work harder at it as you get older yeah so unfortunate but the other the other thing that a lot of people don't want to face is if you eat really responsibly and well that that almost by itself can be enough. Yeah. And that's one area that I I am not as good at sacrificing. <laughs> so, or at least in terms of what I want to eat, quantity is easier for me to cut back. Mm-hmm. Like doing intermittent fasting and maybe only having two meals a day or even a single meal a day. So those are all things we just need to straighten out. I'd, and all it is is a little extra belly fat. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else on me. Yeah, lower belly fat. Yep. Yeah. And I, I hate the area under my neck or un, under my <laughs> neck, under my chin, but that's another thing that you got a giblet. If you don't little turkey gobbler, uh-huh. if you don't uh if if you don't have like a naturally super, super strong jaw, that's kinda and I don't have facial hair anymore. Yours is perfectly hidden which is excellent that's why i keep the facial i think that's why claire has me keep the facial hair she's just like you have no chin (laughs) it's um it's crazy i looked up the picture of us at the casino years and years ago you look like where you're sitting on my lap yes i mean i look young too but i was like oh my god who is this guy yeah it's it's wild i mean just the the physical that goes through And, and another thing that i wanted to mention since you since you said um you used to be able to do whatever you want physically, um, on top of that, there was a couple of things that have happened in the last two years of my life that I'm, my, my mental is a little bit stronger than what I can do physically. And what I mean by that is, uh, Claire's mom works for Moffitt in Tampa, which mm-hmm. is a, uh, it's a cancer foundation. Oh, well, actually, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a cancer hospital. Yeah. But, uh, she works Health for system. Yes, she works for um, like a fundraiser part of Moffitt, 
uh, to bring in money every cancer season, and they have a 5K. So I went and ran that 5K with literally no practice, yeah. you know, uh, this this fall. And that's something that, you know, I would have been able to do at any given day, in, like in my first 27 years of life. Yeah. I did it, you know, I'm 31 now. Uh, am I 31? Yeah, this might I did this when I was 30, though. And it, I, it was a struggle. I pushed it. And I did it, and I was fine at the end, but something happened where my stomach was, like, upset for two days. Basically, I think my stomach was the only thing in my body that had a mind of its own that's like, dude, you can't do this, like, without working out or trying yeah, or, yeah. or, like, warming up or something like that. I just went in cold, ran the 5K, and then... And and I had some pretty bad shits afterwards. Uh, I mean, that also totally sounds like it could have been something you ate or like a stomach bugger. Because that's just weird. Well, I will back it up by saying I just did, when I played basketball for the first time a couple months ago, the same exact thing happened. I pushed myself wow, bullshit. really, really hard. And my stomach is like, dude chill out like it's time for your your running to be done i don't maybe it's just like a running thing period because i don't seem to get it when i go work out really hard every Mm -hmm. once in a while but um yeah just my my stomach maybe it's just my stomach isn't having it anymore dude we're 31 years old we're Mm -hmm. still practically children and people old people say it's hell getting old this is just the beginning i know i know (laughs) well all right so i have another one that i that I'm hoping that you are going to fully understand, um, but it's a stretch. I immediately know when it's been longer than usual since my last poop. Hmm. If I, if I go more than 24 hours without a poop, my, my body's immediately like, yo dude, what's up? You need to go sit on the toilet. You might, or, or I'm like, for some reason, just a little blocked up. I don't really know what's going on. Then I'll start drinking water. I start panicking and I'm like, not to out my wife, but but she's had constipation issues in her life. Uh, not Correct. like frequently, but there's been a few moments where she's went several days without pooping, and I don't. And and I immediately get worried about that specifically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is weird because that means you're literally stockpiling poison in yeah. your body, which is <laughs> yeah. freaky. Um, I know people. I won't name anybody, and it's not my wife. Uh, but other than that, um. I definitely have friends who they, they'll go for several days, whatever, and they, they just think it's normal because that's what they do. And, you know, maybe it is for them, for for their body. Maybe it works. I don't know. I shit like a goose, you know. <laughs> yeah. All the people listening for the first time are like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, Let's but, talk about poops, Al. Yeah, I, I would know if uh, a substantial amount of time went by, but that, that really does not happen. No, yeah. It, I mean... If yeah, I would say the longest is a day, and then I'll be like, oh, there's probably a shit at some point coming, mm-hmm. and, and I'll, if I need to, I'll just drink coffee, yeah, because that'll clear me out every time. I am one of those people that you can look it up. I can't remember if it's one in three people or three in ten people or something like that, but there is a a percentage of the population for whom coffee is a natural laxative, and yeah. I mean like it touches my lips yes. and I shit. I'm ready to shit 30 seconds later. Swear, I'm not kidding. I swear to God, I was just about to say that. Yeah. Like, it's so it's weird amazing. in the morning when I, I, I'm, Claire and I are in this routine where I wake up in the morning, I go downstairs whenever we're both working from home, 
I'll go downstairs and make us two cups of coffee. I'll bring it up. She's still like just stirring, getting out of mm-hmm. bed, and I just put it on the counter while she's getting ready. And I take it into my den where I'm working, and I sip it. And seriously, within like, you, you said it perfectly. Thirty seconds. Yeah, I'm like, I could go. It's unbelievable, dude. And that almost makes you think that it's psychological, but I don't think it is because there is science behind it mm. being a laxative for people. Maybe it's a little bit of both again. So. Um, that's an interesting one for sure. Uh, another physical one we've touched on this, but we're sort of doing it all at once. Um, not hair loss, Mm. fucking wispiness. Yeah. I got that wispy boy back at my cowlick and it's been like that for years. I, and honestly, even when I was a really young kid, it looked really thin. So it's just getting even thinner, but it's not actually empty. Do you think it's, do you, do you actually notice it getting thinner or do you think it's just always been that way? It, it has, it's thinner now than it used to be, uh-huh. but it's just one of those things, I think genetically, even at its best, it was never going to be like really full on, on that cowlick spot. Uh-huh. And, and I know, I'm pretty sure that's, I think that's from your maternal uh, side mm. where you get those genes. And my, my maternal grandfather had a full head of hair when he died. I know, so, same. But, but I wasn't inspecting his cowlick. It was probably real thin. You know, mm-hmm. so right, whatever, yeah. Who knows? I mean, I it's one of those things where just from a certain angle, you're like, oh, you're a little, you're a little like yeah, thin, bald. Yeah. And I, also, it's funny because I have lighter hair than Tommy does, obviously. And but as a, the funny thing is, even though Tommy has dark hair, obviously your scalp is a little bit lighter than the rest of you, so yeah. it also shows through. So yeah. it doesn't even matter what color your hair is, you're you're screwed. Yeah. Thin. I I didn't. I wonder how much that has to do with whenever I grew out my hair and now your hair is long right now. When I grew out my hair and I was doing a lot of like pulling it back into a bun, yeah. I, I never noticed that I was thin up there until after I cut my hair again hmm. and was and was like, oh, I wonder if I really just you know, pulled out like a lot of the follicles and they were like, ah, dude, you fucked up. That, it was, this was all we got back here, you yeah, know? Exactly. And chances are you probably didn't do like permanent den from that. But in general, that constant tension is not a good thing from, mm-hmm. from what I understand. So when I pull my hair back, I, I pull it back to get it styled the way I want. And then I like go around where the hair tie is and kind of create some slack. Mm-hmm. That way it's holding it in place, but it's not actually pulling on anything. That's probably a good idea. Um, I have a couple left. How about you? I've got three left and I'm moving I have one more slightly physical one, but okay. I've, I've got, I'm moving on with the physical stuff. Do you have one more of those? I, I also have one more physical. Um, basically, one thing I was not expecting was to become so granola in terms of diet. Oh, okay. Like, I can remember even early, I'll, I'll say 23, 23 years old. I, for the most part, like, thought organic everything was stupid, a Mm -hmm. scam, a money grab. I would buy and eat anything, didn't even look at the ingredients. The only thing at that age I was aware of was that trans fats Mm -hmm. were very, very bad. So, And I read up, you had to look for, um, shit, what is it? Is it, I can't even remember at this point. Polyunsaturated? No, that's good. Anything, all the unsaturated fats are good for you. Wait, I remember. Um, Trans fats are partially hydrogenated oils. Uh, So if you ever... Hydrogenated is okay, but if Mm -hmm. you see partially hydrogenated oils, 
That's their way of saying trans fat. And the other thing that freaked me out and started contributing to my institutional distrust is <laughs> 0.5 trans grams per serving of trans fat and down, you are legally allowed to put zero. Oh, right. So yeah. you can make a super tiny serving size yeah. and put 20 servings in a bag and say zero trans fat, and it's a blatant lie. Yeah. So that is a thing. Anyways, as I've gotten older, I add a new, I blacklist a new ingredient. <laughs> I feel like every month, my friend Ryan, he told me about natural flavors. They're basically artificial, the, the way that um, fragrances are artificial things that give you cancer from smelling. Natural flavors are total bullshit. And as usual, oh, the FDA is, it's an extremely broad, ridiculous definition that is not, does not actually, it has to be like derived at some point. At the whiff of a natural source. It's, hey, man, it's the, gr- the gear grinder's coming up later. Oh, yeah, this is just me. This isn't <laughs> even the gear grinder. So, yeah, what's um, your next one? What was the, bef- before I move on, just to piggyback off of that, what's, what is your, what food can you remember being the most trans fat rich food of all time? The Long John Silver's. Oh. That's, I, I can remember reading that that was the number one fast food and like a single, I say single, like a meal that had the the fried fish or or chicken or whatever, hush puppies and fries. It was like thirty some grams. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Just think about that. That's you could literally hold a substantial. Yeah. That's over an ounce. Yeah, it's insane. I I remember very vividly the first time recognizing trans fats on the back of a wrapper was Chex Mix. The everybody's favorite, like the garlic chips or whatever, mm-hmm. are basically trans fats, like you know, dried, dried trans I, fats. I think, um, I think, don't quote me. I think fortune cookies are basically pure oh, trans God. fats as well. Really odd. Just like stay away from those, everybody. Don't eat things that you can't read the ingredients on, and in general, pay more money for fewer ingredients. Mm-hmm. That will. You will live longer. We knew that food was going to become a thing. Oh, yeah. I, that was something I didn't put down on our list here, yeah. but like just, you know, appreciating food, I would say, in the very, in the very least terms, yeah, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I have one that's kind of a positive about getting older since we've been talking about a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need as much sleep as anymore. Hmm. Yeah. I'm the opposite. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are. I've noticed that I used to, you know get really I, I used to be tired all the yeah, time yeah. you know like i was going to sleep one or two in the morning and waking up for work at eight o'clock six hours of sleep which is trash you should get more than that yeah um and i do i do get more than that now uh i get eight hours of sleep but when i get my six hours of sleep on a regular basis as long as i get six i'm good well I'll, okay so now when, i am when i said i'm the opposite i i don't find myself often in a situation where I am tired or I'm or I need to nap, but that almost never happens. Mm-hmm. Um, r- truly, I just I take it so seriously, and I I realize the importance of sleep that I've basically committed to getting about eight hours, sometimes almost exactly, mm-hmm. and I feel great all the time. So I just don't screw with that. Mm-hmm. The only time that um, you know that it'll I've noticed, and th- this is really a thing that has happened all my life. 
uh, if you try and have like a, if you try and get ahead, like a net gain on life, mm-hmm. it will snowball mm-hmm. and your body will come to collect. Yeah. So like, if you think to yourself, oh, I, the past three days I got six and a half hours. I just saved a net of four and a half hours. Mm-hmm. That just means you're going to wind up sleeping for 11 hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, like you're gonna need to catch up exactly. on that, on those yeah. four and a half hours. Yeah. But when I say, uh, again, I, I, me being opposite of what Tommy had said, I don't sleep longer than eight hours. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need or want that, that actually sleeping in late. I can't stand that. Cause I'm just, you know, literally wasting time. But, I'm, uh, I'm good about sleeping. I can, I can't sleep past nine o'clock. Yeah. I don't like that either, but I can go to bed at like 11 and get 10 hours of sleep and be fine. Yeah. It's, it's just not sleeping past nine o'clock. It really is more about the sun too. Yeah. Like, it's like a circadian rhythm thing. Yeah. If I was, if I was in Iceland and the sun wasn't coming up until I noon, might screw you up. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've got uh, two more. I'll I'll rip through them cool. really quick because they're non-physical and we're good on interesting time things. Yeah, I know we got a couple more things to get to, but um, I'm not trying to be friends with any with everyone anymore. I can't, dude. Mojo, mojo. <laughs> High five. High five. Okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You say what you're gonna say, and I'll go into mine. I, I used to try to be friends with literally everybody in every interaction that I came in to. Um, I'm now realizing. I'm making more judge judgy calls, which may not be like, you know, what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be less judgmental. Uh, but as soon as like one thing happens where I'm like, eh, you know, you're not my boy or you're not somebody that I'm going to like want to be with on a regular basis. I'm not trying to, you know, make them comfortable or be comfortable with no. them. I'll have a, I'll have a decent conversation with that person, but I'm just, I'm not trying to be friends. I, I'll be cordial with everybody, of course. But like, you know, whenever you get to the end of that conversation and somebody goes, hey, we should hang out sometime. I'll be like, all right, sure, I'll get your number. And then I won't go through an effort of like texting them or anything. Sure. And no, I mean, if I they text me back and they say, want to hang out, you know, I mean, if I know that I'm not really going to enjoy that person, I'll make up bullshit excuses for the most part. Yeah, it, it just sort of let them down easy or yeah. whatever. And so... I agree with you 100% except that I I'm very lucky because I have a lot of very close friends from a very young age mm-hmm. all the way back to uh you know grammar and um middle and high school I I think of I used to paint with a broad brush I don't know if there's like a, a set standard for most people but I I seem to know a lot of people who met some of their best friends in college mm-hmm. and that was not my situation mine mm-hmm. was all prior to that and, you know, I met a, a few people in college I'm still in touch with, but really not not like any of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And um, I miss my friends from college. I'm due to catch up with them. There you go, dude. Maybe <laughs> this will be a little inciting event. You can uh, you can point them to the podcast and yeah. let them know it was a genuine reaction. But uh, one one thing that I sort of stole from a, a much older friend of mine, he was, he was my first boss, uh, my dad's best friend, and a mentor of mine. I have all kinds of different things quotes from him he has said so many things over the years that i really they're they're always insightful and funny at the same time and he would always say i have all the friends i need i'm not accepting any applications yeah, yeah. and i've been saying that for years shout now, out that, rd yeah <laughs> but now i am i want to be clear i don't shut myself off to people and for the reason that I met some of the most amazing people in my life 
uh, since I moved to Atlanta, the the easiest people to name right now are the Slice Bros. Yeah. Like, they're some of my absolute best friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that I was open to those re- relationships. But I don't go, like, looking for new friends. Yeah. I mean, I'm good, and, and like you, Tommy, unless there is somebody that I know there's, there's like, an immediate simpatico, then I'm, you know, I'll just sort of let it happen one way or the other and it's not really a big deal either way. Yeah. So that is so funny that you said that because I specifically wanted to mention that I had gotten some new and incredible friends but I was not expecting nor looking for them that <laughs> right. I don't that's the care best, about finding anymore. That's the best time, right? Yeah. Like not going out and searching for it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, so last one I have, uh, it's, it's a quick one and it's kind of a speculative play. I don't have kids yet, uh, but I have a massive respect for what it takes to raise a child from zero to 18 that yep. I'd never had until I was like, you know, late 20s. Even like early 20s, I was like, oh, if I have a kid, you know, it's going to be fine. I'll, I'll figure it out. But now, like the later I, I, I'm, I, the later slash older I'm getting, I'm realizing like, oh man, that's, that's a lot of work. Yeah. That's a lot of work yeah. and, and a big change to my lifestyle that I really enjoy so much right now. Yep. I agree with you. Tara and I are the exact same way. I mean, we don't even have a pet, a pet yeah. you know, for the same reasons. Like mm-hmm. I absolutely love dogs and cats specifically, but as rows underneath of our feet, right? Yeah. Now. But I'm, I'm straight up not willing to deal with the responsibility. Mm-hmm. I, neither of us are. So, you know, that applies tenfold for kids and especially in today's world. Yeah. I mean, Tara and I have talked many times. We're definitely homeschooling. Like <laughs> that's pretty much non-negotiable. I, I, I don't know. I don't even want to get into that whole thing, but you, you sign up for about two decades worth of those are now your new number one priority. Yep. And then if you keep having more, it just pushes out that date. <laughs> so, um, that's a whole big ball of wax. Maybe, uh, maybe one day we'll get a couple of. Uh, our younger friends who are parents, you know, whether it's new or they yeah, have a couple year olds, you know, something like that. That'd be a good topic. I, there was one episode when I had one uh, with my brother, actually, yeah. and, and my niece. She's now a little over three years old. And he, for the longest time, he would always just make these dark humor jokes. Like we'd be in the middle of a conversation and be like, yeah, don't have kids. <laughs> just like, just out of nowhere. Yeah. You know? But um, I, I, of course, know that he's kidding. And, uh, but to my point, she's his whole world, mm. and and same with my my sister in law. I feel like the 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 dividends from kids, though, like I do understand that as well. Like yeah. once they get to a certain age where they're pretty much self sufficient. I mean, I don't know exactly what age that is. Maybe it's like seven, eight, nine, where like you don't really have to do too much like babysitting for them. Yeah, but um, yeah, like that those first seven, eight, nine years, whatever. Like I can't even fathom it right now i mean that's probably in our near future with claire and i but it's still insane (laughs) who knows if if it's in you know it might be in ours too like we don't know it's you never know what's gonna happen so anyhow um my last one is i can remember thinking especially when i like in the in the early 20s when i was i was still kind of acting like a college kid in terms of like going out and whatnot and then even even mid to late twenties, still doing a lot of that, going pretty hard. You yeah, know, back when we sure. were when we were in Peachtree Corners, 25, 26, we, Let's go. We would, um, you know, rip shots before we went out into Buckhead and whatnot. And like, 
you can scarcely pay me to do that. I don't think, I mean, I have, I have no interest. First of all, I, I really hate humanity. Like, I, I really don't want to be around people. That's, that's the main thing. But that's kind of a theme of the Craft Heads podcast. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. Um, it, which is funny because Tommy and I are insanely easy to get along with, friendly, amicable, easygoing. Yeah. But I'm also very pragmatic. Yeah, I, I love humanity. I but Tommy's I, a little I, bit more of an optimist. I, than I am. I am. I very much am. But when people say like I hate humanity, and I feel like I'm some of my favorite people are like I hate humans. Like Claire, Claire loves to say that too, in a joking sense. But I can really sympathize with that for sure. Yeah, and and when I say it, sometimes the people uh, who are sort of taken aback, they'll be like, you know, you are a human, and I'm like, well. I'm allowed to do what I do. I'm talking about other humans. (laughs) Shitty humans. Of of course, yeah. Double standards. But anyways, I think that in in sort of going along with like the whole going out thing, I'm I'm like sick of cities and I just want to get away and go live in the woods. Tara and I have been thinking about, we've been, that's been like a goal of ours that we kind of committed to inside of a year ago, I'll say. And I never expected that to happen so so early on in my life. That's something that I, you know, you picture older people doing, like old crotchety people. And I'm, I guess I'm old and crotchety now. But <laughs> indeed you are. There we go. So you're trying to be, though, right? No, it's just happening. But uh, oh, you're trying to look like a serial killer. That's your whole oh, vibe. Oh, yeah, I've told yeah. you that before. Like, I want to be, I want to be the person that people cross the street for. Like, <laughs> I'm walking on the sidewalk, they go to the other side. And I'm like, hell yeah, I got a clear path now. I don't have to make small talk. Anyways. That's the topic. Good topic. Thank you, Tommy. That was a great suggestion. That was some old school Craft Heads content. Um, I will wrap up here with my gear grinder of the week. Okay. This is, I have never been so hateful of it, nor have I ever seen it so prevalent anywhere but Atlanta. It is, it's a scourge. It's, it's a cancer Ooh. in Atlanta. Ooh. People not using turn signals. Oh, yeah. It happens a lot If here. you do not use a turn signal, fuck you. <laughs> Listener, fuck you. I, and, and I hate you as a person. Yeah. I don't care about any other factor. You're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Okay. I, I, I can't stand it, and I just can't. Well, what was the specific story, though? Don't well, t- I'll tell you the story in a minute. That's, okay. It's not the gear grinder. <laughs> oh, oh. I just... It seriously blows my mind, it, because... You are demonstrating to everybody that you're stupid <laughs> and you lack common sense. And you, it's like this sense of entitlement, like, oh, I can go, you know, I can just shift lanes or do whatever. And I just, I, I'm not wishing you dead or wishing you bodily harm, but everybody who does that, I just like fantasize about them wrapping around a phone pole and to- totaling their car. Yeah. Financial ruin. Yeah. Not, not death or injury well here's op- optimism side tommy coming out i just hope you have diarrhea for a week it's for some people they might prefer the, the financial ruin i don't know <laughs> so that's the gear grinder of the week um now my other story and this was this kind of like screwed me up and made me consider a lot of things uh, or like kind of re- reconsider my stance on something Ooh. i was at a Publix mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm and do you remember, Tommy, the one time that we were all hanging out at your place, um, I had to make a, a beer stop before I got to your place. And um, I, got, I, I got in line, and there was a kid behind me who was getting only a six-pack. And a lot of times I romanticize that whole random act of kindness, buy somebody a coffee, buy somebody Chick-fil-A, whatever. Uh-oh. And I was like, I'm going to buy that guy's six-pack. And sure enough, I did. It was great. 
Um, the dude was like floored, couldn't believe it. it. It was exactly how I had pictured it. And it was just a great experience. Gave him a CHP business card, you know. Anyways, um, I was presented with that opportunity again at a Publix. Okay. And I was really smart about it and responsible about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not an idiot. If you, if you don't play your cards right, this, this could be a hairy situation. So there was a kid in front of me. He looked a couple years younger than I was. All he had was a six-pack. You know, because mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not like Mr. Moneybags over here. I'm not trying to buy a $30 case of beer for somebody necessarily. And uh, he was ringing out. I waited for the cashier to card him. Mm-hmm. And he's 21. And I said, okay, now that you've carded him, yeah. I, I was like, here's my license. I would like to buy this gentleman's beer. Yeah. And they both looked at me like I was an alien. And then the guy realized I was being serious. He's like, oh, you're, you're being serious. Yeah. I was like, damn right. He was like, oh my God, that's so awesome. Again, just floored, great experience, like a very heartwarming experience. Meanwhile, there's like a weird amount of attention on me. Like everybody's staring at me. I'm, I'm looking over, everybody's turning over, looking. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, I'm just buying somebody a beer. Yeah. And uh, the cashier was kind of frazzled. She was a nice, uh, older, middle-aged lady. And I think she was just a little like worried about somehow doing something illegal. And I was like, man... I said, you just carded him. I yeah. saw it. I know he's 21. I'm 21. I just showed you my idea. I was like, I'm just, I'm literally just buying. Yeah. I could give this guy cash. It's the same thing. Yeah. And whenever uh, I had mentioned it and, and I, I re-explained what I was trying to do, I hear behind me, that's illegal. Turn oh around. My God. This great big intimidating cop. Oh, yeah. And I was kind of pleased with my quasi smart ass response. Yeah. And I was like, is it? Yeah. And I said, he's 21. Yeah. And he goes, can you prove that? And I was like, yes, I just watched him get carded. Yeah. And it was a very terse situation. Okay. And I did not like his abuse of his position. Yeah. It was bullshit. Like he had... He, did, did he say that's illegal, like, don't do that? Or was he like... It was very foreboding. Okay. Like it, it, it was... He was about to get the highlight of his year and bust a, a kid by furnishing to a minor. And I'm like, dude, go out and bust criminals. Like, mm. go to Buckhead. Yeah. There's some serious problems. I'm trying Buckhead. to do nice in the world. Yeah, I'm literally... <laughs> I'm making the world a better place. Yeah. And granted, it's poisonous, but it, it's his <laughs> choice. He was allowed to buy that beer. And the worst part of the story is I can't remember his name. Uh-huh. I, it was... I don't remember if it was Matt or Andrew or Sean. The guy maybe. buying the six pack or the yeah, cop. Yeah, and I told him I'd give him a shout out, and I'm so sorry. I hope you're listening. Please write into us, craftheadspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I want to give you a proper shout out by name. But, and, and, and meanwhile, he didn't get anything. I even I did tell him, I was like, you know, reach out to me. I, yeah. I didn't want to get too into detail, but I was basically going to say, like, if you reach out to me, I'll sell you 10 bucks. Or yeah, something. You know what of I mean? course. I want to hook the guy up. But I can I I think Hill Matt slash Andrew slash Matt whatever his name was I say Matt twice oh. <laughs> he he was gonna understand you had a cop breathing down your neck about yeah. that's illegal and then and then the cop was an asshole to the cashier hmm. because he was having a bad day maybe and and she because she was like she wasn't sure what to do and she kind of like looked up at him and I was like can you do this mm-hmm. and he was like it's your store ma'am you make the call. Mm-hmm. Which to me sounded like he was almost threatening her, like, okay, if you do it, I'm gonna nab you for X. Like almost like uh, a trap. Uh, the whole thing was gross. I really didn't like it. And it just made me question a lot of things. And that's that's all I'm gonna leave it at. It was it was not a good experience and I didn't like it. I'll make up if if 
what's his name doesn't reach in, I'll make up for it and buy the next person that I'm near a beer at the it. grocery store. Just make sure that you see them get carded first. Cause <laughs> I'll make you're... sure there's no cops around yeah. instead. Well, I mean, there's always a cop there, but mm-hmm. I wasn't doing anything wrong. Mm-mm. So it's not like I was, I mean, how stupid would you have to be? Oh, I'm going to do it at the register. I yeah. wanted to be like, come on, dude. But uh, anyway. Well, thanks for trying to be a good person, Alex. I, I, and of course it was met with a bad experience and I'm like, why bother? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Classic. It, 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 the way I described it to somebody was like, all it did was make me more frustrated and <laughs> jaded with humanity, which is not what we need. Yeah. So um, that was that. Uh, the I think we covered everything. I gave out the shout outs, talked about Kai in the beginning, as I mentioned. Yeah. And then I just wanted to give everybody a preview. Uh, we will have a, a another movie cast soon with Tara and me. Uh, and... Amazingly, during this beer fest day with Tommy and Claire and Tara and I yesterday, the whole idea, as we mentioned, we were going to watch Harrison Ford movies all day. Mm-hmm. We did. We got through three of them. Yeah, which is solid. Which is I don't really know if crazy. I've ever done that before. Three whole ass movies. Yeah. I might have done that one other time in my life. Yeah, and um, it was you hilarious. guys halfway got through the second movie. Yeah. Everybody passed out from the beers, and it, while I was watching and pooping, and I'll go into <laughs> uh, details on that. It's hilarious. One of the movies in the movie rundown will have an, a Tommy exclusive rating that we've never given before <laughs> because it was just, I don't know, it was funny. But uh, that's it, Tommy. Anything else? Uh, nothing from me. It was uh, good chatting with you. I'm glad we got this one timely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I'll, I will crank this out. Uh, hold me to it 48 hours at a max. There. Woo! Swear to God. Ooh, oh, no, why'd you do that? I, because I just need that. Sometimes. Hey, I swear to God that we were going to do a cocktail at the end of the night and we got it done. And he made it at 11.51 p.m. So <laughs> cheers to that. No, cheers. this is not alcoholic. Oh, shit. <laughs>